Welcome back, everyone, to KM's Fantasy Football Heroes Podcast. I'm Kyle Scala here, and I have Matt Ferreira with me today. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? Oh, it's going well, except for my week three fantasy team got burnt out, that's for sure. Uh, face a lesser opponent and you still lose. It's got to hurt. Yeah, it hurts big time, especially from uh, from one of my good friends, Gio, who now can talk smack on me for a while. For a few weeks until you face him again. Uh, well, what exciting week three we had. The Cleveland Browns get their first win of the season uh, in a very Baker, long time. Baker, yeah. Baker Mayfield comes in because Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. That was very exciting to watch. But also, how about the uh, Detroit Lions beating the New England Patriots and the Washington Redskins beating up on the Green Bay Packers? Yep, and the Bills. And the Buffalo Bills. Taking care of the Vikings in Minnesota. That was huge. Kirk Cousins was not looking too good all day. can only imagine Vegas lost a little money on that, on that game. And they did indeed. That's for sure. 17-point spread. Wow. I'm sure the odds went in... And Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick was not Fitz Magic in the first half, although the second half he did come back and, and show his, his fantasy side again, didn't he? Yes, he did. He still put up the points. He still uh, gave the, his owners a reason to start him. So it was, it was a good week and uh, a Fitzpatrick week at the same time. That's right. Well, let's get started here on this uh, special edition of Week 4. We'll start with the waiver wire pickups um, for this week. And I'm going to start with the quarterbacks, okay? So I want to start with a streamer. In fantasy, if you want need a quarterback this week, your quarterback is on a bye. First week of buys. First week, first week. Then we've got some wonderful uh, streamers for you to pick up. Uh, number one streamer that I believe can be uh, very effective this week would be Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to be able to do uh, very, very good. He's going against the New England Patriots. Hating on the Patriots, I see. Patriots right have, early in have this, given today. up seven passing touchdowns uh, already in their first couple games this uh, season, so I do believe uh, he has a definite upside to stream him this week. Yeah, uh, I hear where you're coming from on that one. I really do. I just I know it's in New England, and uh, the Patriots are always going to have a leg up in New England with Belichick Brady under the helm. So I'm, you know, take take your shot if you need him. There's a few quarterbacks out, but he he's someone that you could you know another another streamer I would say would be Andy Dalton if he's still on the waiver wire he's a oh, he's a potential pickup this week he plays the Atlanta Falcons so that could be a high scoring affair Dalton has been a very different quarterback since his new offensive coordinator this year you can see a lot of uh, potential touchdowns high scoring game don't worry about his four interception game last week I do believe he'll he'll be able to pick it back up this week against Atlanta definitely and Atlanta definitely. is very hurt on defense as well. Yeah, they they weren't coming in strong to the start of the year, and they lost their two safeties, both starting safeties by now, and that's going to be something that uh, is going to plague plague them all year. Yeah, uh, let's, let's go to running backs here. So the running backs on the waiver wire, I know in a lot of leagues he's been picked up, but he's not picked up in every league. Is uh, Buck Allen from the Baltimore Ravens? Yes, uh, I, I believe he's a high valuable pickup. Uh, in most leagues, he's not a, he's not an attractive running back to have, but he is somebody that is getting the points and he's vulturing he touchdowns. He gets so those touchdowns. I don't understand why he's not picked up in every league. He he's picked up in our league. He has three straight games with 
uh, three rushing touchdowns, one one touchdown each game, and he actually that's, had that's two what I'm talking about. He had two touchdowns last game. He had a, a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. So wow. I do believe he has a lot of value. Um, he will be dependent on scoring touchdown. that touchdown. Yes, but if you uh, because are that backfield need, split by what three three running backs, so if you're in need of a of a flex spot, I do believe he brings that value. Uh, Alex Collins will vulture the carries, but Buck Allen with Kenneth. Kenneth Dixon out on IR. He does bring that value in the passing game. Definitely. Good, good call there. Pick up Buck Allen. <clears throat> Another guy, actually, who might be intriguing this week that I want to bring up from the Buffalo Bills is Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory with LaShawn McCoy potentially out this week. He sat out Again. last week. Yeah. So it's not – you have to go into this thinking – uh, hoping that LaShawn McCoy doesn't play yeah. if you want to pick him up. But if he doesn't, then Chris Ivory, uh, who ended up having in um, standard PPR formats, had 15 points last week. So I do really? believe he has some uh, valuable upside this week. He plays against the Green Bay Packers as well. So I do believe Chris Allen would be your other um, waiver wire pickup at running back this week. If you needed For one week you needed somebody, he would be your guy. I don't trust Chris Ivory. He, he's someone who's bounced around the league, and Buffalo's offensive line has not proven anything t- quite yet. He's going to be dependent on a touchdown like we discussed with Buck Allen. We'll see. If you, if you need a guy in your flex, then he may be someone you have to choose because the running back field is very, very sparse. It's very thin, uh, especially if you're in a 10-team league or higher. Mm-hmm. However, I do believe he brings that value because he's also going to be there in pass catching downs, and Josh Allen be able to throw down to him a lot yeah. uh, if need be. Uh, let's, let's take it on over to the wide receiving core. There are so many wide receivers out there. It is hot. It is hot as a tamale. Look, the wide receiving core has so much depth that you can really pick up any anyone you want in the top. Probably five or ten can give you possible options. Yeah, anyone, anyone in five or ten is going to bring you a high upside on flex flex play. There's, there's really realistically, there's only a few that really intrigue me. Um, I know there's a few that intrigue you, so I'll tell you mine, uh, and then you can go on to yours. So, so my my number one guy on there, actually, I have two number ones. Uh, would be Tyler Boyd from Cincinnati. What he has shown uh, as a wide receiver to to AJ Green has been tremendous. I mean, uh, I know Brandon LaFell last couple years was the number two there, and he had some some good games, but nothing spectacular. Yeah, he's but, he's been impressive. He's catching six balls and back to back games, um, and a touchdown. Don't like some touchdown. Yeah, in the last two games as well. Uh, he hasn't had any less than like you said six six receptions, but also his targets. He's getting a lot of targets each game, and, yeah. and to me that brings a lot of high upside. Especially with mixing out uh, Dalton and that new offense. They're, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, as you saw, four interceptions, and he's still made impact. Especially when you play Atlanta's offense, you're going to have to throw the ball a lot. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's offense is going to provide you plenty of opportunity. Uh, and another guy I want to bring up is Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, week very impressive rookie. Week one didn't do anything. He he put up a donut, right? Yeah. However, these last two games he's come on strong. He had a touchdown in the second game, yes. and three I say three touchdowns last week. 
Oh my gosh. Julio fans are loving them some Ridley, that's for sure. So uh, uh, an interesting stat I want to bring up, Julio Jones, I believe, has had three touchdowns all of last year and this year combined, and Calvin Ridley already has four touchdowns this season alone. So that right there, I, I almost feel bad for Julio Jones. Don't you feel yeah. bad a little bit? Oh yeah. Uh, it's almost time to start... Looking uh, at trade partners for Julio Jones. Uh, I don't believe that. But I do feel bad for Julio in terms of he can't find the end zone. Uh, I think it also has to do with Matt Ryan not being able to find him in the end zone. Um, In other words, everyone trade me Julio Jones. (laughs) I'll take him. I don't think anyone's going to trade that unless you give up (laughs) Melvin Gordon. I don't know about that. Running backs off off limits. (laughs) So uh, who else would you say is a good wide receiver? Someone that uh, I've loved since the beginning of the season, before the season, preseason, he showed up. Uh, and I know you had your eye on as well. Mike Williams from the San Diego Chargers. Very impressive, very big guy. He is showing us what he can do. He's Him and Rivers have got it down, and he's healthy. I think I think he is going to be rivaling the number one wide receiver pickup for this uh, this week. Yeah, I do. I'm certainly tempted. I, I do. I do believe that too. Uh, I don't believe he's the the number one wide receiver on the waiver wire this week. I do believe he's a top option, so he mm. will go. Uh, I actually drafted him in, in yeah. our fantasy league, and I had to drop him because I actually picked up James Conner before the season started. So I did have to drop Mike. Will. Depending on your receivers, that was a good move. Um, it was a good move. I do have DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill, so I, I did have some options, and I have Julian Edelman. Uh, but yeah, I did have to drive Mike Evans or Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, and he actually had two touchdowns last week, and he's had three f- total this season. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that does scare me, and and this this is kind of the point of emphasis that San Diego made in pre in the preseason, was he was a red zone target. So that's right. great. That's great, but the only thing is they don't have a tight end now. He's so big; he's he's almost serving he like their tight end. Only had four receptions. Now he's more utilized at that spot because they have Tyrell Williams yeah. as their wide receiver too. So he's uh, not really he's gonna, taking over. He's taking he, over. He's Tyrell. not going to get you the receptions because he's he's not a big receptions guy. The most he's had, he had five receptions in in game one, which is good. That was a good game. Um, but but he's only had two receptions in week two, and he only had four receptions in week three. So as far as reception count, you you do want to bank on him getting the touchdowns, but he is a great uh, flex play, possibly even wide receiver too. He's he's averaging fifteen point seven fantasy points PPR format. That is that is going to get you almost a wide receiver two, um, low end wide receiver two play on on your bye weeks. So I'm I'm really leaning towards Mike Williams because I trust Philip Rivers as a quarterback. More than I trust Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is a roller coaster ride of a quarterback. So you don't trust Matt career. Ryan? I trust Matt Ryan, but that, that's a whole other talk. We talk okay. about Boyd versus well, Williams. Your number one was Boyd. My number one is, is Williams. Tempted I would, I would, to say Williams yeah, is that. Yeah, I did say Boyd, but also Ridley as well were my two my two top uh, waiver wires. And the re- Okay, I'll, I'll take you there. When it's when it comes to Ridley, the problem is he's the he's the number three. He sure as hell showed up as the number one this week, beating out even the veteran Julio Jones. But there's Sanu in there as wide receiver two. He, he's another experienced guy who is going to steal plenty 
of looks, targets, and even end zone grabs here and there. So that that's that's the reason why really is going to be your your definite number three be, because of who he has to compete with. But Sanu hasn't done anything except this last week. I mean, realistically, um, Sanu, he I think Calvin really has taken over that number two spot. He 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 for sure is. They yeah. drafted him as a rookie to be their number two. Two good weeks, and he's in and a he's, row, and it's... he's going to take it over. I I believe he's going to take it over. I don't think Sanu is is the guy he was last year. He's not going to be uh, be there as as Matt Ryan's uh, second option. Yeah, but let, we can go we'll ahead see. and move on. Definitely, that's fine. Pick Williams up. Uh, I want to get uh, started with the stardom situm uh, section. I'm of... going to stop you right there. Sorry, I have one person to throw out there that I think is a must add in your very thin running back waivers. If this guy is available, like it almost to, goes without saying that you're like going to pick do. him up, but. It, it's going to be Carryon Johnson of the Detroit Lions. Uh, Legarrette Blunt looked very ineffective against a what's unfortunately a weak Patriots defense the past two weeks. Um, he could not get much going on the ground. Carryon Johnson did. He was the first running back since Reggie Bush in the Detroit uniform to get over 100 yards, 100 plus yards rushing, and he's he's still someone that's going to see some odd targets in the uh, receiving end as well. So if, if he's available in your league, it goes without saying, pick him up. And fortunately for me, there's someone in my league who had to drop him. So, Oh, you want to bring that up? I did drop yeah, buddy. him. I did drop him, you're right. Who'd you drop him for? I dropped him for Latavius Murray. I had to go in on that and, and try that out for that week. So this, this last week. Because the, the Buffalo Bills are supposed to be... But that's okay because guess yeah. what? I'm not a fan yet of Johnson because that I don't believe that Detroit Lions running back core is capable yet. He did right. have he did have 100 yards rushing. That's great, but he still yeah, he isn't is getting he still isn't getting it done. And, and Legarrette Blunt is still going to take. They both had 16 carries. Legarrette Blunt is still going to be a part of that yeah. offense. Well, I think they, I they, think Legarrette Blunt got 16 they, carries because they were ahead of the New England Patriots and they no. wanted to run that clock down to keep Brady off the field. They signed Legarrette Blunt to be their their running back in case the rookie Johnson, in case the rookie did not perform Carry-on and show Johnson up like they wanted. There. He will be there, but they also have Theo Riddick on the pass catching downs. Theo Riddick has been there since they created the Lions, and he has never done more done anything impressive for more than a week at a time. Yes, but he's, that's what they utilize him for. They utilize him to be their, their pass-catching back. That's what they utilize him for. That's, that's a, why they could draft Carry on okay. Johnson. Okay, we'll see. I do I do believe Carry on Johnson is a... So, so uh, tell me this, though. Are you picking up Carry on Johnson if you can? I was just about to say, yes, you can still pick up Carry on Johnson. I do believe he has value. So, is there a running back on your team that you're going to drop for him, or are you making space for an additional running back when there's thin running backs? I'll tell you what, if you got Latavius Murray last week, he is droppable, and you can go for Carry on Johnson. Do you have news on Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook should be able to play this week uh, from the latest reports, but we really won't know until the end of the week. Uh, okay. He's probably going to end up being a game time decision. He'll probably be eliminated at practice this week. Um, but yeah, you can you can go ahead and give up. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be dropping Latavius Murray if um, the injury is still ongoing for Dalvin Dalvin Cook. I, I don't believe even if Dalvin Cook is back week one. Hold on hold on Murray. 
He might reaggravate something. Could. He very well could. You're very much right, but... Um, Feel free to take my advice, Kyle. I will not. Let's move on, though, to another section of, of what I mentioned earlier, the stardom sit section of our podcast. So I'm going to start with quarterbacks on who to start this week. Quarterback Phillip Rivers from the Chargers. He is a must-start hot commodity this week. Phillip Rivers and the whole gang. Phillip Rivers plays the San Francisco 49ers who just got torched by Patrick Mahomes in the first half. Fairly. Mahomes is torching everybody. In the first half. Yeah. The second half, yes. But uh, Matthew Stafford also the week before threw three touchdowns against the San Francisco 49ers. So I do believe that Phillip Rivers will score uh, over 300 yards and he'll have at least three touchdowns this week. So he is a must-start in fantasy this week if you have him on your team. I'd have to agree. Uh, A must-sit this week is none other than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Woo! Are you making decisions for the coach? Is he sitting? He's playing this week. He is going to be starting this week. I guarantee you he is the starter. He better be. Forget what Tampa Bay is saying about... We're going to wait and tell you who who's going to be our starting quarterback. We all know who the starting quarterback is. Why do they even have to say that? We already freaking know. Ryan Fitzpatrick's starting, but he is playing the Chicago Bears. You mean the Khalil Max? <laughs> the Khalil Max of football, right? <laughs> he is playing the Chicago Bears, and I do believe he could end up playing how he did in the first half. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I do hope he does he does well. I was rooting against him um, in the last time we talked about yeah. him. However, I do hope he does well. I think everyone's rooting, against, rooting for him. But I believe he is a must-sit this week. He's my must-sit of yeah, quarterbacks got, this week. Yeah, there, there's so many options at quarterback, and there's some streamers out there you can grab for a week um, if you have a bye or your quarterback's banged up or uh, you lost Jimmy Garoppolo. So watch out for Fitzpatrick. Make sure to check your lineup. You don't want to be starting Fitzpatrick again. Yep. Start Carson Wentz if you got him. Yeah, Carson Wentz uh, came on strong. That was a little tip for Jordan. A little tip tip for tip. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's move on to running backs. So in running backs... For stardom. For stardom. Who are you starting? None other than Giovanni Bernard. With Joe Mixon out, Giovanni Bernard will be the running back to start. So if you have Giovanni Bernard on your bench... I think he's a must-start this week. You want to know why? Because Giovanni Bernard has had a rushing touchdown in five catches last week, and that was just his first game as the as the lead back. He came in in the in the game last the week before in week yeah. two, but last week he had five catches for twenty five yards, and he had a rushing touchdown. And I do believe he is going to be a hot start this week. I'm facing a, a weak defense in, in Atlanta. Arizona. Nope, Atlanta. Atlanta, huh? Yep. Okay, I apologize for that. They're, they're the 30th ranked defense in the league against running backs right well, now. That's even better then. Yeah. Next up uh, I'm going to throw out there is, are you starting or are you sitting Andrew Luck and anyone that's wearing a Colt jersey right now? Well, I would say Andrew Luck. Who is he playing this week? Let's see. Doesn't matter who he's playing. T.Y. Hilton is a start. 
Yeah. But you said Andrew Luck. So with Andrew Facing Houston with at An- home. Andrew Luck, I believe he's a start. And it also depends who you have on your bench as a backup quarterback if you right. do have a backup. But if, if Andrew Luck is your only quarterback, uh, I do believe he, you are okay. You think he's going to find his way out? I think you're okay to start him. I know he's only had 15 fantasy points in the ESPN standard PPR formats. But I do believe he'll get over 20 points this week. And he'll... Um, be of great value. I'm certainly rooting for him to find his way out of uh, check downtown. Um, he's he's not throwing the ball down the field. That's why I'm st- still skeptical to, to even start um, his wide receiver core outside of, well, really anybody. It's going to be a tough start for, for T.Y. Hilton, but understanding where you drafted him, you're, you're kind of stuck with starting T.Y. unless he's injured. I want to go to my must-sit of this week uh, for running backs, and that would be Isaiah Crowell. Isaiah Facing Crowell a tough defense. Had a, uh, he did have a great game last week. Was so, it great, or was it just full of touchdowns? Well, that made it a great game for him. Yep. So if you did have him, you look at his numbers, you're going, okay, he's a must-start. However, he's not. He's playing the Jacksonville defense. Jacksonville defense held Deion Lewis and Derek Henry. Yes, this last is. week. The Jacksonville defense, their front is going to just manhandle Yeah, Isaiah Crowell. Watching that game last week, I mean, I couldn't even watch it very long. 6-3 game. Another hard game to turn watch. Turn into a 9-6. Nine to, nine to hard game to watch. Both they have o- a great defense. Both offense is terrible. Nothing could unless, get, unless the Jacksonville Jaguars are facing the Patriots and they look like going. Montana. <laughs> Uh, so that that is my must sit of this week is Isaiah Crowell. If you do have someone else on your bench, uh, flex play, I would go with them. Uh, if you have a Philip Lindsay uh, who was um, ejected last week, uh, you can go with him. Uh, or like you mentioned, if you have Latavius Murray and you're not going to drop him, uh, he's a possible candidate this week to start. Uh, although he does play the Rams, so that's that's a yeah, uh, that's... possible option. Yeah, if if you if you are light on running backs as a lot of us are, he he may have to be a RB two start for you um, with buys starting this week. All right, so let's go to our last uh, start of sit at the wide receiver spot. Yep. So my must start at wide receiver this week is Kenny Galladay, Mister Kenny Galladay. He has put on a phenomenal show this year already. Yes, he has. He is by far taking the... This looks like his year. He is. And he, he was coming in as the wide receiver three on that team. Um, I think they have three number one options on that team. With, I don't know about three number one. With, I, th- I think they have three number two options on that team. Um, no, Golden Tate is... He's a fringe he, number one. He gets, he gets his points. He gets his points. Um, Marvin Jones, he is uh, reliant on the deep ball most, mostly. Yeah. He's with Deshaun Jackson up there in Detroit. Right. Uh, so Kenny Galladay, he is a must-star. He has had no less than seven targets a game. No less than seven targets a game. So he is a must-add um, on your fantasy roster and a must-start this week. And a, a position I want to go back to for it's a tough, just like the running back position, a tough waiver wire um, week with... Uh, a few tight ends getting their first buy, um, like Jordan Reed. And um, then you have 
the San Francisco 49ers, if you have Kittle, he's losing his starting quarterback. So there's not many options for tight ends, but on some leagues you're going to find O.J. Howard still out there. Even with with Fitzpatrick possibly not having a great week, I'm going to highly recommend that you grab Howard with the bleak options for tight ends. And even, let's go with another one, Vance McDonald. Did you see that play, Vance McDonald? I did. Get on, is that Grimes? Tampa yeah, Bay? it was Conte, yeah. Conte, oh, Conte. I did see it. Um, yeah, it, for a waiver wire, I would pick up uh, O.J. Howard if he still is on your waiver wire. For, for most waiver wires, I believe he is not, but there are some that he is out there. Uh, Vance McDonald, I don't believe he is a uh, waiver wire commodity, unless J- did Jesse James get injured? No, but, no, but Jesse James did not catch more than one ball last week. He, he did not, but Jesse James is their number one um, tight end on yeah. the roster. So if they do play the two tight end sets, it definitely seems like a a tough play um, for for the Pittsburgh be. tight ends. Anytime you have two tight ends in the mix, it's a very tough play. I just love seeing that play, and that's definitely tempting me. But there's also Ty- Tyler Eifert. As we've talked about, Andy Dalton much, um, if if he's available, which I believe he's available in our league, he is an attractive ad for a week, especially facing Atlanta's defense. Okay. Let's move on. Great. All right, let's move on to your last uh yeah, you want to you want to talk about um, sit him for wide receivers? We skipped that. You you're recommending. You, you recommend. You went straight to tight ends. I had to go back. Oh, sir, we didn't even get to the finish the wide receivers. So let's finish the wide receivers. Get it. Get let's, it. let's see get it. this hot sit of the week. All right, Deshaun Careful. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. He came down to reality this week. Although he did have uh, a few good looks with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But uh, this week... Uh, it was a Chris Godwin show this week. I do. Well, Chris Godwin, is, uh, he's, another, he's another one. He's another deep threat. So they're both two deep threats in Tampa Bay. Godwin's a bigger guy, though. He's, he's going to be the guy that, that can catch the ball across the middle Deshaun, at the 10-yard. Deshaun is a must-sit. They're job. playing the Chicago Bears. Right. So, yeah, I do believe Deshaun is a must-sit this week. Godwin will probably end up eating a lot of that share as well. Right. Um, I, I believe uh, Deshaun, he looked healthy. He is he is back and, and ready and full, fully healthy. But right. with Mike Evans playing lights out these last three weeks uh, and Godwin, he's, he's more stepping up almost in, I feel like, in the number two role. Yeah, and the two Titans are still getting looks. Right, O.J. Howard really, every week. It's a really um, good receiving core with the tight ends. So, yeah, my must-hit this week will be Deshaun Jackson. I'm going to buy, buy you on that one. All right. Let's get into the last segment of our section. We have Kyle's Bounce Back Player of the Week. Boom, boom, boom. What do you got, Kyle? My Bounce Back Player of the Week this week is none other than Stephon Diggs. Yes, I love hearing that one. Minnesota, Stephon Diggs. My whole team should be bouncing back this week. He will be a bounce back commodity this week he will be going up against the rams in la on thursday night football the rams do not have a keep to leave or marcus peters so i do believe he will get some nice long throws to him i think kirk cousins will be back on target 
He'll play a lot better than he did last week. Yes. Uh, even though the Rams' defense with Nodamika Sue uh, and Aaron Donald are that front is yeah. difficult, I do believe they'll get some uh, some long throws to Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I, I, I'm very glad to hear that. Let, let's hope that happens because Stephon Diggs is wide receiver one, getting five points it last hurt. week. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. All right, so let's get into the uh, last segment for Matt's Super Sleeper of the Week. Yeah, wake up. Wake up, everybody, because Aaron Jones is going to bust onto the scene for the Green Bay Packers. He he started to steal that backfield last week, getting a lot of looks. He did. Uh, some handoffs and some looks in the passing game, and he's facing the Buffalo Bills. Everyone hated on Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills last week. Everyone bet on the Vikings last week facing the Bills. I don't think we see another, you know, Bills-Buffalo surprise. I don't believe we will. I do believe uh, you are right. He is getting on the scene. He had six carries for 42 yards, so he is um, getting up there. Right. And, and Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery, they barely average over three yards a carry. I think somewhere around 3.6 yards a carry right. uh, over the course of this year and last season. Uh, so Aaron Jones, he is going to be the running back. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but he will be the running back. I have him on my roster, so I'm keeping him for uh, down the road in these future right. weeks because I do believe. And even though he only had one catch uh, for five yards, I do believe. I think he had a couple targets plus. He had some three. I think he had three targets. Ty Montgomery uh, is getting most of the targets there, but hopefully Aaron Jones. Um, we'll be there running back, and he'll get some uh, rushing touchdowns and maybe even get some looks on the passing um, downs as well. Certainly. Let's go Aaron Jones. Yep. Well, I think that that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Looking forward to uh, week four. Get your waiver wire picks uh, claims in there, everybody. And tune in for next week's week five. Good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll Kyle. see you all week five.